Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome back in. Hour two, now that I'm correct, hour two of the Fitness Fanatics. Um, we've been joined by Peter Jensen from Burnsville, Minnesota for the last 30 minutes. He's going to be with us all this hour. We kind of teased you. I don't know if you'd like to be teased with the word COVID, but um, in the fitness world and, and when Peter's started, because we, we went through this here with our gyms, is that winter of 2020, I know for us, uh, Peter, it was week nine is when our gyms closed. So you kind of went through the same thing up there in Minnesota. So you you finished your 10 weeks, basically we had to finish it early, right? So you, I think you had said in the video that I watched, you guys had to test out at the end of week nine. Was that right? Yeah, we, um, yeah, we, uh, so for us, it was essentially the Tuesday uh, or Wednesday of week 10. Okay. Was when they officially said, you know, hey, we're done. Uh, gyms are closing, you know, for an undetermined amount of time. And I was supposed to do my test out that, you know, that coming week, right? That weekend. And, you know, at the time, at the time, the worst thought in my head was, well, this is going to suck because I just did sit-ups as active recovery for kickboxing on Monday. <laughs> like, I'm not going to yeah. get a good sit-up number, yeah. right? Funny in hindsight how that was that was the worst thing I could think of in my head. Yep. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, and it 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 so happened that 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 happened, and you know you talk about I talked about it earlier about being unsettled or discombobulated by something, and that was definitely something. I mean, my, my whole ten weeks was was fairly smooth, um, other than my mom's cancer diagnosis in you know, week six, but like that got overshadowed by by far by COVID obviously. Um, and then, uh, we, my daughter and I, my oldest, she was six at the time, I think where we went down to, she had, she had literally just turned six. It was like her, her birthday party was the last like social thing we were able to do. And then we went down, she and I spent, uh, that spring break, the end of March at my parents' house in Decorah. Cause of course it was that juggling, like, we don't know what's going on with her health. And, we don't know, uh, we don't know, you know, what's going on with COVID and, you know, we want our, our daughter to spend as much time as possible with, with the grandma. Right. And boy, you talk about a couple of weeks of, of just awfulness, right. It was, it was still before virtual really had started, uh, you know, both studio and at corporate level. Um, I had, I had foolishly assumed that, man, I have been doing this for 10 weeks. I can go running now. Right. <laughs> And I went, I went one day here we were still here and we hadn't gone on, on down to Iowa yet. And I went and ran around the pond just down the hill here. And it's like a half mile loop. And wow, I, it was a, it was a humbling experience to say the least, uh, that I could barely make it around once and have to walk. Um, so that proved two things. One, I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And two, that if I was going to do running at some point again, I needed to do it properly, right. With like an actual program, like couch to 5k or something. Yeah. Um, but then we went down to Iowa and when we were there, they started up virtual stuff. Uh, and so I, I vividly remember sitting on my parents back patio area with my little phone on a little tripod and, uh, doing virtual, my first experience with zoom, 
right? And doing a couple of the corporate ones. I didn't have bands at that point. I didn't obviously have a bag. And right. I <clears> remember one one of those nights I called Jessica and I said, we need to talk. I I am really struggling uh, with this, this scenario. This is not going to lead to good outcomes. I can already tell that I'm going to fall <laughs> off this proverbial wagon. Yeah. And she's like, well, what do we need to do? And I said, we need mats, which are right there, right <laughs> on the floor. Um, we need a bag, which is now right there. Um, and we need bands and the bands and weights and everything are right over here. And this, this whole setup, like I didn't just set this up for the video call, by the way, this was, this has been up since March of 2020. And so she's like, yep, let's do it. Let's order the stuff. She goes, if this is going to keep you going, let's, let's do it. And my mascot is still here too. She's still hanging out on the couch over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then we set that up and then that was my life for, you know, three weeks, three, three months after that was this little nine by nine square behind me. Yeah. We, we kind of found here in Lincoln, like we, <clears throat> like the first day that our gyms were, it was a Monday. It was kind of our last day we were open of week 10. And then Tuesday we were like, well, let's give our members kind of an at home thing to do. Like we had like a, a PDF file that we just yep. gave to them. And it was funny because Nicole and I were like, you know, we could have went to the gym and did our own workout. Like, we, you know, right. we weren't any in any shelter in place. And we were never like that in Lincoln. Um, nope. So we could have went to the gym, worked out, and just did our own thing. We're like, nope. If our members have to stay home, then we're going to do it from home. So literally after five minutes of this working out from a PDF, and I've been doing ferals for 10 years at this point, or 12, 2008 when I started. 12 years. You think, oh, I can do this on my own, yada, yada, yada. Within five minutes, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I, I cannot do a workout by myself from, from a piece of paper. So yep. we actually started that following that next day, we started, we went in and did a Facebook Live. I'm just like, you know what, guys? I'm going to go into the gym. I'm going to do a Facebook Live. You don't need a bag. You don't need anything. And we're just going to do it. And we did a Facebook Live that that Wednesday of week 10 and we had like almost 60 people that jumped on at, at six at five thirty in the morning from their house. And so that's kind of what we did for the next, we were closed for about two and a half months. Um, mm-hmm. every morning we, we had a different instructor. Well, one of our instructors texted me and said, Hey, I could come in and do class tomorrow. And then it just kind of went from there. And then, you know, we, yep. so that's just kind of how our virtual world started. And we're still to this day, um, provide an at-home workout for our members, you know, which is like, I was thinking back when you went to see your folks for Christmas in February, you know, in February, 2020, you couldn't do a Ferrell's workout, but in February of 2022, if you, when you go to see your parents, you can do your Ferrell's workout or you go on a vacation, you can do your Ferrell's workout because I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the Minnesota gyms, still do the virtual stuff for their members, which we do also. So you never have an excuse to miss a class. Yeah. And I've, I've done, it's really been, it's been really helpful because there have been times where I, because of family schedule or whatever, this is the only option I have. Yeah. And so I've done this. Um, It's also been like uh, the summer of 2020, right? Uh, We hadn't reopened yet. It was like June. And I was visiting my friend, Eric, uh, he has a cabin in Wisconsin and I did a strength class. I brought my bands with me. I did a strength class virtually on his deck, his front deck on his cabin. Like, and I'm on with, 
with the instructor and she's from her basement in Rochester and and she's like Peter where are you I'm like I'm on a deck in Wisconsin and like any port in a storm right like yeah. hey you get it done it, it it really made it really made their it really made it hard to have an excuse and that's right? yes. like yes yeah yep. so <clears throat> after your 10 weeks you entered we Ferrell's has a national challenge um where where corporate Ferrell's gives away ten thousand dollars to the to the best transformation for one male one female so your your the year transformation starts from the end of your 10 weeks so yours would have started in march of 2020 ended in march of 2021 correct yep okay correct so the first three months of your ten thousand dollar challenge national challenge you were from home so kind of give us a little insight to because you know statistically seven or not 70 30 35 percent of the people that start the 10-week challenge do not finish that's just how it is I'm just, sure just you, the 10-week just the 10-week wow. challenge yep. you you guys probably see it up there we see it here we saw it when we were at our gym in iowa it didn't matter which location we've been but that's just kind of what happens because 10 weeks is hard yep. one year is even harder right so kind of tell us your journey over the year, um, ups, downs, pitfalls, were there times where you wanted to quit? Because I can tell you a lot of the people that do the national challenge don't finish either. <laughs> so there might be a hundred people that start the national challenge, but maybe 20 of them finish yeah. or 25 yeah. finish. So it's a even bigger drop off over there because it takes some dedication. So let us kind of know your your year journey, transformation, mentally, physically. I, I think I think the biggest, other than that, I would say that the, honestly, the the single hardest points there, and there were three week spans. It was that first three weeks after the ten week, right? Because that was when everything was kind of shut down and nothing was really started up virtual yet. And you have to sign up for the national challenge within thirty days of finishing your ten week. And so it was like, do I do this? Do I not do this? I don't have the equipment yet. What am I, you know, what the heck am I getting myself into here? Um, and I, I also, it was that epiphany moment where it was like, where it was like, look, you didn't win your 10 week challenge, right? You, and, and this whole working out from home thing is not as nice and as, as productive as working out from the gym. <laughs> That's, yeah. But you need, you need like, you're like, Peter, don't be stupid. You need that extra, that extra motivation. Right. And so it's like, Hey, the worst that I can do is sign up for it and end up failing later, right? At least I have some additional impetus to try and and to try and keep going. And I had I had inklings during my ten week challenge that like I was I was I was I was going to be able to do a lot more with it. There was a Saturday where uh, so at that at that time at that at that location they would do two strength training classes in the morning, and then they would do a fit kickboxing class immediately after the second strength training, and it so happened that I was there uh, at the second strength training class, and I had secretly hoped that I could stay and do the. This was like week seven. I was like, I wanted to stay and do the kickboxing class, but I didn't know if I could or should. Right? I don't know if I, I didn't know if I was allowed to. Right. And uh, the instructor Melissa, who has since become, she ended up basically being my nutrition advisor throughout the whole thing, um, was like, "So you're going to stay for the kickboxing, right?" Like there wasn't even a question. It wasn't even a, 
it wasn't even a debate. Like it was, no, you're staying like, like, like you will be here for this. And I stayed and I, it was like that moment of, of, oh, hey, this, you're capable of a lot. And so going into that, that three weeks in between, it was like, okay, I need to do this because I need to, to, to have something to keep going with. And, and it, it was, a, it was a life-changing thing to make that decision because then it kept becoming that thing that was in the mirror, right. Or that was on the wall that said, this is your, this is your long-term goal, right. This is way out in the distance, but you gotta, you gotta keep doing this, um, to, to stick with it, right. To keep going for this thing. And I think what really helped with that was the things that I would have gone and done as a vice or a, a, a an escape weren't open. Right. The, <laughs> right. the bars weren't open. Right. The breweries weren't open. Like none of that stuff was open. And so we had we had developed a because uh, just off to my right here is our like our fireplace is right there. And so we developed this thing where once a week we would get on Zoom with some friends that we would normally hang out in person with. And we, would you know, have a beer or two and watch the watch, have the wood fire going in the in the late spring in Minnesota. It's still cold. And. And that became the thing. And it just became, it became this like pattern. It just became routine. It became like, get up, uh, go downstairs for live kickboxing or strength training at 6 a.m. You know, get off, uh, either jump on a work call immediately or go take a shower and then get on a work call. Um, and my wife was at home. My daughter was doing school from home. Only thing we had to do was get my other daughter to daycare. And it was just, it just became the routine. It was like, and the routine just kept going. And the weight kept coming down and I kept getting feeling stronger and it was just, it became routine. Um, I definitely had some moments of abject failure, uh, some, some rough nights spent on the deck with some friends and realizing that, Hey, you lose a bunch of weight and you can't drink a bunch of scotch anymore. (laughs) Um, uh, and I definitely, I will, I will tell you honestly, the hardest, the hardest was like the last three weeks going into final testing. Cause I was on like this, this full on, you know, shred low carb, you know, diet. And I was extremely cranky all the time. My <laughs> wife's like, you are so terrible to be around right now. And it was, it was just, it was just an absolute fight tooth and nail those, that last month or so. And I mean, it was worth it, right? In the sense of what the numbers got to and the pictures and stuff. But man, I've never shaved my chest before. I've never gotten a spray tan before. Like, oh, you went all out. Terrifying. You went all out, right? Yeah, I've done a few. I've done a few nares for men on the chest. The only time I've done that is for ferals, and it's not like it's not a. You know, some people might be listening, like, "Oh, you, you guys, and you, you alter the pictures, and you do this, and you know, okay, yes, you, you, for men, like, I have like a rug on my chest, right? So you could just see more definition. It's still you. It's still you're the person, you know. Um, so Mark's like thinking, well, wait a minute, when I agreed to do this, I didn't no, think no, I was get, there yeah, was going to be chest that. shaving or anything going on like that. That's fine. That's so fine. not everybody does that, but it, it, it does help. It does help. You got so, to cut through the brush, huh? Like, yeah. We have to get, <laughs> yes, yes. And I'll tell you what I used. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I use the trimmer and my wife's let <laughs> my, know, the nice leg shaver because it's got the, the, the gel you know guard thing on it. So I don't like cut my chest off or something right by accident. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's funny. But it's but it's terrifying because like like I don't I've never done that before. I have no idea what I'm doing, right? And so, <laughs> you you ask you ask anybody for help, right? Like I I was like, where the hell do I go to get a spray tan? I have no idea. So again, my my friend Melissa was was huge. She's like, this is the person you're gonna call. They did the they did the, all the makeup and, and tanning for my wedding, and like it was just nice to be able to to lean on resources of people that knew that that had experience with similar things. Fitness is a journey, and we found the perfect companion for every step of the way. Meet King Kong Bags, the toughest gym bags in the game. You can drag them around, pack them to the max, and take them on the toughest of adventures with confidence that they aren't going to rip or stretch. All King Kong Bags are decked out with all the pockets and compartments you'll ever need. We're talking shoe compartments, multiple bottle pockets, wet zones for your towel, meal prep storage, and even a unique weightlifting belt. If you take your training serious, you need a serious gym bag too. Ready to pack for greatness? Take their quiz and let the pros match you to your perfect gym bag. You'll also score $10 off. Just head to knkg.com backslash fitness fanatics. Not convinced? Buy it, pack it, take it to the gym, get chalk all over it, and if it doesn't live up to the hype, return it for a full refund. Make sure you use knkg.com backslash fitness fanatics for our exclusive $10 off discount. So, so you're... you're annual chat when so i guess for the for the annual national challenge it's one year from your end of your 10 weeks from that point so you finished up in march of 2021 correct correct okay so random tuesday just the way it lined up (laughs) you went in got your picture done and give us like kind of kind of the numbers what what kind of numbers were we looking at for like weight loss inches uh, body fat I mean, I went for, I went, I think it's, uh, well, let me pull it up. Um, total inches lost of 70 inches. That's all, all measurements around, um, body fat went from 43 something to 14, just, just right mm-hmm. at 14. Um, weight went from 322 to 185. Um, and then push up and ch- push up and sit up change were 56 and 32. Wow. So wow. what, so what is, what's really cool to me and what i why i love being a a ferals owner is to see all the different transformations and what people can do in 10 weeks and like and what people can do in a year and it's not you're not doing like biggest loser type stuff right peter where you're working out six hours a day and you got personal chefs and people giving you massages and like chiropractors working on you and like you you don't because we're, we're in that biggest loser mentality which is kind of what we face when people first start they're like well so-and-so lost 30 pounds in a week like i gained two pounds like this program stinks it's not working for me right. um you know so the cool thing is like that in in all of our ten thousand dollar winners over the last seven eight nine ten years i don't exactly know how long we've been giving out ten thousand dollar winners but all of the $10,000 winners have biggest loser type transformations, you know, where at the biggest loser at the grand finale, you stand on there and and at the end you've lost 140 pounds, right? Well, Peter lost 140 pounds and he did it kind of the right way, right? Where 
you weren't starving yourself for a year. You were still eating. You had your ups and downs, probably points where you gained a little bit, lost a little bit. Um, but just doing ferals and following nutrition and having the support and the encouragement of, you know, not only members in at your location. Well, another thing too is your location in Egan closed, right? So you had to switch Correct. gyms in the middle of this even. Twice. Twice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Egan, Egan closed. And um, what I ended up, the place that I went to after that, because it was like a process of elimination, right, of what the next closest option was. That was great. This, the location that I went to next was fine, um, except Minnesota had a second shutdown uh, yeah. during Delta in yep. November. And what when that was done, that location, well, so what we should back, we should explain in the national challenge, one of the rules is you can't, you can only change locations so many times and you have to maintain <laughs> an active membership. There can't be more than a 30 day gap in your membership. Yeah. And obviously COVID throws a lot of the rules right out the window, right? right? Like 70% class attendance. Well, if you don't have a class to attend, <laughs> how can you possibly, you know, that, right. so that, those right. rules, some of those, some of that stuff went out the window, but, um, after the second shutdown, that location went through an ownership change. And so they didn't reopen right away. And I, I was in a panic. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to be disqualified because of this 30 day membership gap. Cause I was coming up on my renewal. Right. And I'm like, I, what am I going to do? And so I, in a panic, I called, I called Woodbury and I talked to Shannon and Jill and Danielle and, and they were like, um, you get over here right now. Like there, there's no doubt right in, in my mind. There were, there was no, there was no, there was not even a, a consideration. It was the exact same conversation that my wife had with equipment behind me. It was okay. Well, we're going to order it then. Yeah. They were like, no, you'll come here. And then that's how that, that's how I ended up at Woodbury. Um, what was Justin it, and Jillian thinking, Oh my gosh, this guy went to Egan and it closed and he went here and it closed. And now he's coming here. <laughs> Were they like the angel of death <laughs> yeah. right there? Were they like, uh, Peter, I mean, we're doing well. I don't know if this is a you thing or <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, apparently I'm toxic. No. Um, what was funny though, is that right after Egan had closed, uh, the Woodbury uh, location had an open house and a lot of us Egan people went there just to you know, see what it was like. And I went, cause I just needed to kick and punch something. And, um, and uh, I think Jill tells the story that she said something to the effect of, I was I was sad or I was frustrated that we didn't that we didn't get you then, like we wanted to, wanted you to just stay oh, right? yeah. at that point in that I think it was like that September time frame of yeah. 2020, and and it was it was a long a long road that was crazy full of stuff but it that's how it ended up with uh, me going to Woodbury. Well, and have you visited? I mean, have you um, you know, it's it's you said you visited some other locations like um. You know what? What kind of what other locations have you visited? We'll we'll talk about ours later. <laughs> I, I like in Minnesota. You know the 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 silver lining of all of that uncertainty of the diff different locations is I can walk into any ferals right now and feel totally comfortable because I because I've had to right I've I've right. I've gotten to see the different options. I describe it as it's like riding somebody else's bike, right? It doesn't feel like my bike. Right. It doesn't right. look like my bike. But it's still got two wheels, handlebars, brakes, shifters, right? It's all, it's the same core program. And so, for example, right, I, I, I frequent, obviously, Woodbury is the one I go to. But Eden Prairie is the location that was the, that was the one I jumped into and out of. 
Um, and that one's right by my office. And so I know a lot of people there. And so sometimes there are schedules where the only way I'm going to get kickboxing done is if I go to Eden Prairie. So I booked that instead. I visited Shoreview uh, up north. Uh, I visited um, St. Paul, uh, Rochester, um, obviously uh, Omaha uh, and Lincoln uh, with you. Um, and I can't think of any other ones that, I, that I've been to. Well, that's cool. Yeah, the the uh, the bike analogy is good because, you know, wherever you go, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're doing kickboxing. Whether you're in uh, Woodbury, Minnesota, or you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, right? Tuesday, Thursday, right. Saturday, doing strength training. Whether you're in Urbandale, Iowa, or Denver, Colorado, you know. So when you walk into a Ferrell's, and it's it's one of those things like, yes, it's it's the same, like it's a bike, but it's different because the all the owners you know, they have a little bit, they have different personalities. So like Nicole and I, we're, we're very hands-on where we're at the gym all the time. Like we don't have, um, you know, like a head coach, like we are, we're it. So when a member needs something, they're texting me, you know? So we're, we're like, I mean, that's, we live, sleep and eat ferals. And I know there's some owners that, you know, they have other jobs and stuff like that, that they do. And they have people helping them and head coaches and stuff like that. So Every gym has a little bit different feel. Um, and you know, whenever you go in for a kickboxing class, you're going to punch something, you're going to kick something, you're going to do a jab, cross, hook, upper, right roundhouse, but it could be in a different order or a different combo. Right. Like there's still times, and you probably see this too. There's times I've been doing ferals for 13 years, 14, almost 14. And I could take a class of one of our instructors in Lincoln and they could throw out a combo and I'm like, I've never done that before <laughs> in 14 years. I've never done this combo. You know, I'm still doing the basic punches and, and kicks, but different orders, different lengths of time. So, you know, you never really know what you're going to get. So that, that's really cool. Um, one, well, yeah. And it's, I remember yeah. like the, like, so I, I'm getting text messages from friends reminding me of locations. I didn't mention, I failed <laughs> to mention white bear oh. because that's Woodbury's sister location. Yes, Sorry yes. guys. Um, and also, obviously, I visited Waukee recently to do interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, that's my first time ever taking a Todd door class. And that was other than the virtual ones he taught. But like his style is so different. Like the, there's a, a bigger focus on, say, like the cross instead of the jab. Right. Yeah. And and it's I got to do that class uh, earlier this spring. And then he came and visited Woodbury to do an instructor training. And he, he taught the kickboxing class right before it. And all of us in that class were just gassed by the end of it. We were just completely spent. <laughs> well, he, he has kind of a, a silent assassin to him, right? Where he's like very nice. So unassuming, right? And just yes. all of a sudden you, you're like in the red for five minutes. Yeah, going, he's like the nicest person there is. Yeah. But then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even breathe. This is the toughest thing I've ever done. Well, we are up against a break. When we come back, we're just going to talk about the year since your year ended because you didn't actually win until uh, February of this of 2022. So we'll talk about that and also your trip to Lincoln, Nebraska, where you took one of my kickboxing classes. So we'll talk about that coming up. 93.7theticketfm.com.